Hello and welcome to What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer. I'm your host, Matt Apodaca. Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hello. Okay, I'll say it. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing great on this day whenever you're listening to it. Could be, I mean, whenever you're listening to it, it's today. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, today is relative to when you're listening to it. But I hope you're, I hope you're, you're feeling good, and I hope everything is going great. You know, um, I've done a couple of these by myself recently, little shorties, and I've forgotten how to talk every single time. But I think we're, today we're going to do great. Today we're here to talk about the 14th studio album by American rock group <laughs> known as Weezer. They're the focus of this show uh, to discuss their, yeah, we're discussing their 14th album, OK Human, which was released on January 29th, 2021. That's today. Uh, by Crush Music and Atlantic Records. And look, here we are. Here we are. What a, what a day it's been so far. Uh, and I, you know, usually on, a, on an album episode, I, this is where I would be introducing our guest, uh, you know. But it's just going to be me today. And I hope that's okay. Um, you know, it's, I, just full disclosure, it's Friday afternoon. It's almost 2.30 p.m. Pacific time. And I, I had work to do. <laughs> I had things I had to do today, okay? I couldn't record late last night because I also had things to do. Not things outside, just other things inside that I had to do that I just couldn't get to it. And didn't want to subject a guest to, hey, maybe we can we could do it this time, we could do it this time, whatever. And also, it feels right to do this one alone. There's something about it. You know, Rivers has said that it's a very like it's a, it's about isolation and things like that. And you know, doing this one by myself today, I think is gonna be is the move. Um so here we are, it's just me. If you tuned in for a guest. I'm sorry. It's just me. But look, we're going to get to the music and stuff. We're going to get to the album. And I'm excited to talk about it. I've listened to it. I listened to it last night for the first time, right before I went to sleep. And I listened to it again while I was eating my little lunch today. And for those keeping track... Those were about 12 hours apart. I did go to sleep around midnight, and I ate my lunch. Well, no. It was a little after 12 hours. I just ate my lunch around 1.30. But that doesn't matter. You didn't listen. You didn't tune in for this. This is already a disaster. How's... What's Vulture going to think if they even knew I was doing this, behaving this way, being so cheeky at the top of the show? How could I ever recover from it? 
Um, look, I'm excited to talk about this album. It's getting it's getting great reviews. Okay, okay, human is good, and let that sink in. Okay, people will like it. It's interesting, and we're gonna talk about it. You're gonna hear. We're gonna hear all the songs. Okay, we're gonna go through them all. And I'm debating on the fly how to do it. Because they all sort of all, you know, bleed into each other. Just a little bit, or at least they, it's very abrupt, you know, when they start and stop. So I think we're going to hear a lot of them, a lot of the songs. But I'm going to be talking, so don't snitch. Okay? I'm just talking. I'm talking over it. That's allowed. For, uh, you know, it's, it's journalistic. Okay? I'm going to be talking over it. That's not the same as just putting out the song. It's not the same. And if you think it is, I'll see you in court. Just kidding. I don't, I'm not litigious, and I hope nobody listening is. I don't want to deal with it. So let's talk about OK Human. It was released, as I said today, January 29th, 2021. It's 30 minutes and 33 seconds long. It's one of their shorter albums. And it also has more than 10 songs on it. You know how I. I go nuts for the 10-song album. I think that's a perfect amount. This one's got 12, comes in about the same time. Some of them are on the shorter side. No song is more than 2 minutes and 30 seconds long. The closest you get is uh, all my favorite songs. 223 right there, or 323 right there. But as is tradition on this show, before we get to the music, let's do a little... Let's do a little looking back. Let's do a little uh, history lesson. Here's some facts about the album. Uh, Jake Sinclair produced this thing, which he also produced White, the White album, which is also, you know, canonically one of my favorites. And without getting too into the music, Jake snapped on this one, folks. He dang did it. Um, it says here on uh, Weezerpedia that the seed of the idea started happening in uh, 2017. They just had a couple of little, you know, you know what a seed is. Just a little bits, little bits of it. They didn't know what the full vision was, but they had this idea dating back even now four years ago. So yeah, they had this in the can, not necessarily in the can, but they had it kicking or they were kicking it around for some time and they had 90% of it done, quote unquote, so they say before they even knew that the Hell Omega tour was going to happen. And then they started dropping little hints here and there, you know, uh, in January 2019 on Zane Lowe's show that they were like, we have another album in the works and nobody even knows about what it is. So that's pretty fun that they started to tease it out a little bit. But then things started to change in uh, 2020. I was about to say the year of our Lord 2020, but I don't even think that was the year of our Lord. If anything, it was the year of Lord Satan himself. What a bad year. 
Um, and let me be the first to say it. 2020, not great. Um, due to the COVID-19 panic, the... Oh, God, panic. Like, that sounded really bad for a second. I meant pandemic. I meant pandemic. I didn't mean to infer that people had their, you know, their britches in a bunch over COVID for no reason. It absolutely is for a good reason. Uh, they postponed the Hell Omega tour until 2021, and that also meant that uh, that Van Weezer was delayed an entire year as well. Um, around April 2020, they said that uh, the album was about 75% complete and would not likely not be released in 2020. Uh, and that he says that, Rivers says that the album is very much a day in the life of himself, but from a very private place. And I think we're going to hear some of that when we listen to it today. On August 13th, Weezer formally announced that Van Weezer was postponed, like I mentioned earlier, and that OK Human would be releasing uh, maybe soon after that. And they tweeted this, more music coming soon for you humans, real soon. OK? So if you sort of knew what was going on, you were like, OK, I kind of see what's going on here. Uh, and then, yeah, not long after that, uh, Carl Coach said, that it was probably coming in the latter half of January, and that it's got some of the coolest album art he's ever seen. And so that was that's pretty, you know, we're like, okay, we end 2020 without a Weezer release. Oh, dear. How will we continue? Well, guess what? 2021 rolled right along, okay? And on January 5th, uh, Rivers Cuomo, uh, on his website that he made, his little chat website, River Chat, started talking about... Uh, how the album was going to include a full orchestra and that it would have more than 10 tracks. And then this guy, Barry Summers from the production company fan tracks confirmed on Facebook. And I'm going to say confirmed loosely here that an AR sci-fi movie musical adventure based on okay human was going to be begin casting. And so, and he posted concept art for the video and I'm sort of like, well, where is this? How come no one's heard about it? What's going on with it? Was it was it canned? Did they can this thing? Or is it coming out later? The album's out. January 5th. All things considered. From from as from press time right now. Not that long ago. I guess it would be hard to finish a whole thing, a whole movie in a couple weeks. But what's going on with this thing? I want to know more. And then, yeah, they released the single last week which was uh all my favorite songs and they had a couple little things leading up to the uh, the uh, the release of the album i don't know why i said i was having a hard time talking you know they put out that floppy disc like i played a little snippet of from last week uh titled masterpiece and then they had the the playlist that spelled out okay human um and you know and now here we are the music video came out last week as well, and that was great. And today, the album is released. And like I mentioned before, the album art is done by Matthias Adolfsson. Uh, and the, if you haven't looked at it, I mean, of course you have. I don't know why I was even thinking that you wouldn't have. If you're listening to this, you, you looked at it. Um, the album art's wonderful. I can't wait to get the vinyl and look at it up close. It's going to be really great. 
Um, just a little trivia before we get started. To, um, this is the fourth Weezer album to have more than 10 songs, and the first to do so since everything will be all right in the end. And it's also the second shortest Weezer album at 30 minutes and 33 seconds, which it, it's only beaten by the, the Green album, which is 28 minutes and 20 seconds long. And it's also discounting um, Death to False Metal, the second album to not feature the band's name on the art, following Hurley, which is just Jorge Garcia's face. His wonderful, wonderful face. Uh, like I said before, this, uh, this album has 12 tracks. It looks like they have listed here Rivers Cuomo as the sole writer for 11 of them. And there are four writers credited on all my favorite songs, and they are Rivers Cuomo, Ashley Gorley, Ben Johnson, and Isley Juber. Uber? Isley Uber? I think I did the same thing last week. Um, and there were a couple songs considered for the album that didn't make the cut, and they are Spell It Out, Instrumental Number One, and Pacific Sunset. Um, so, you know, they had a couple versions of this kicking around, perhaps, and they decided to scrap those bad boys. Pacific Sunset is great, if you haven't heard it yet. Um, maybe someday you'll hear it here, but we'll see. Okay, well, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough from me, all right? So why don't, why don't we just get into this thing? Why don't we take a little break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back, and you know something? I think it's time to hear some songs. What do you say, folks? Why don't we kick it off? Even though we played it last week, let's get back into it. There's some things. There's some more things I want to talk about here. Let's kick off. Let's kick it off with the first track on the album, the first and only single from OK Human. All my favorite songs. Love this little flute. I love it. All my favorite. Ooh, and those strings kick in, baby. You know you're gonna have some fun with those strings. All my favorite people make me mad. Everything that feels so good is bad, bad, bad. I love, I just love, there's something about this song that just feels so, um, I don't know. I'm trying to find the right word for it. It's just such a good pop song. Um, on Wikipedia, OK Human is listed, the genre listed for it is Baroque pop, which I think is really interesting. Never heard of something like that before. I'm sure there are plenty of good examples, but you know, hey, look, it's my first time. I love this lyric. See, that to me, that is a Weezer song. That's like melancholy. That's emo. That's that's great. He had, he, you know, I talked about it last week, but he sounds great on this album, or he sounds great on this song. He sounds great on the whole album. He sounds incredible. And by he, I'm talking about Rivers, of course. Everyone's doing great. This song, 
Yeah, it absolutely slaps. Um, great chorus. Great, great chorus. The second verse is really great. I love this. Thinking about life and trying to find my way through hell. That's, look, if there's a better couplet of lyrics to define everything that everyone's feeling right now, it's those two. That's perfect. I just, I don't know. He did great. Um, it says right here, I'm looking on genius.com. Rivers said, we weren't worrying about commercial potential, which gave me the opportunity to sing about whatever I was feeling in the moment and explore my anxiety. Go off, King. He did great. I think, I, I love that song. And I like that he didn't, you know, that they gave themselves the opportunity to not feel any pressure. Uh, and look, as I said, some of these tracks, uh, these tracks bleed into each other. So we can't stop. So we're going to just go right into the next one, which is Alu Gobi. It's about to start. I started. I queued it up a second too soon. Forgive me. Here we go. Alu Gobi. Gobi. Gobi? It's not a dish I've had before. It's a vegetarian dish. Okay. It's uh, Indian food. I've never had it, but I want to try it because I love Indian food. His butt. Rivers never talked about his butt on a show before, on a song before. How could he do this to us now? I love this chorus. So this is the second track, and it was written in 2017, and it describes a typical date for Rivers and his wife, Kyoko, which would always involve ordering the titular cauliflower dish and checking out whatever movie was showing at the local Arrow Theater. That sounds, I mean, hey, look. That sounds pretty nice. I mean, if you do it all the time, maybe it's a little repetitive, but that's nice. And the song is about how he misses... Uh, you know the routine of that even though he was doing it over and over again in this in these current times he would love to be doing that again and wouldn't we all I would love I would do anything to go get Indian food and go see a movie it would be the thrill of my life at this point to go do that How about that? A little piano, a little tickling the ivories. I mean, it's been throughout the song, but I like that part. A little solo. There's Brian. This is a great bridge. I love it. You know, it's not... Look, I don't know a lot about music, so it's hard for me to talk about, like, 
the technical things about this, but this this has such a huge sound to me. It, it seems so big, and it kills me that we're being robbed of. His voice sounds great there. Um, we're being robbed of seeing this live with an orchestra. And I know he said the other day that maybe they would do this. Uh, and he said with Pinkerton, which is very interesting. I would go see the OK Human slash Pinkerton Orchestra show in a second. I would trip over myself trying to do that. And here we are in the third track, Grapes of Wrath. Previously titled Rock My Audible. We'll find out why. Breathing, it's so nice, it's like a blanket on my life. Let me stay here for forever in this state of classical denial. Cranking Mrs. Dalloway. So, obviously, Rivers is just name checking a bunch of characters from books and different books. Um, and according to an entry on Riverpedia, to include the name, a track name, Rock My Audible, uh, he had to, they had to remove a reference to the website Pornhub. So this, uh, had to take out, he had to take it out, and then they just ended up changing the lyric to, uh, looks like Ambient might work for some. So, he was talking about fucking cranking off. for going to sleep. To quote Logic, who can relate? Woo! And so I wonder if this is like, I mean, the man's got an Audible subscription, okay? He's listening to these books. Do they love this? Do we know? I think I did see that they they tweeted out that Weezer wrote a song about them. Let's see what they said. I thought, yeah, they did. It's a branded post. It says, us. Alexa, play Grapes of Wrath. Alexa, by John Steinbeck or Weezer? Us. Stein... Wait, what? Pretty fun. Sometimes you gotta give it up for the brand post. I, st I stand by it. Sometimes you gotta give it up for the branded post. I'll say it again. I love this song. You're gonna hear me say that a lot. Because it's true. Here we are in the next track, number four. Huh, numbers. There's always a number that'll make you feel bad about yourself. You try to measure up, try to measure up to somebody else. Numbers are out to get you. Numbers are out to get you. Numbers. So this 
was confirmed to exist in October of 2020. And, and I guess, according to Weezerpedia, in explaining his Spotify playlist, Rivers Radio, in a Riverpedia entry, Cuomo said, It's important to me that this playlist represents my current interest with no consideration for anything or anyone else. Wow. I love that. I love that for you, Rivers. Uh, therefore, I'm resisting the urge to tailor the playlist to pique others' interest, to gain followers. There's actually a song on OK Human about the negative effects of stats like followers. It's called Numbers. So this is a song about truly how numbers hurt our feelings. I see. I, it happens all the time. You know, get on a scale. You're like, uh-oh. Get older. Yikes. You post something nice on Instagram. Doesn't get that many likes, but then you post something kind of funny or something, or vice versa. It doesn't matter which way. Just shocking to see what gets love and what doesn't. You gotta, you gotta smash that like button whenever you can, okay? Seekings of numbers spoken at the two minutes and thirty-two seconds. Zero, one, one, two, three, five, eight, thirteen is the beginning of the Fibonacci sequence. Uh, a sequence of it's sequence in mathematics, which is each number is the sum of the two preceding ones. Here they come. Oh, they're, they're coming up pretty soon. Am I a one or a zero? Now, isn't that something? Something to think about. No one's a one. No one's a zero. Okay? But that's nice. That's a nice sentiment. Two becomes one. I love the chorus. I hear the sadness in your laughter. He's singing it so beautifully. It's great. I don't know. I've just never really heard him go off quite like this before. There's really something about it. It's great. I just love to see the guys stretching, stretching muscles we didn't know they had. You might say, I love to see it. Here we go. The next song coming up on OK Human. Playing my piano. My wife is upstairs. My kids are upstairs. And I haven't washed my hair in three weeks. I should get back to I can't. these Zoom interviews. But I get I can't so not. There's like a good, there's a balance for how much you should and shouldn't wash your hair. Especially right now. You know, my hair's longer than it normally is. But I'm not as young as I once was. I can't be washing it every day. Okay? So. But if I don't wash it at least every other day, I love that. Pounding at the bass, singing out the tune. I've never seen the sun like I'm living in the womb. Great. But back to my hair washing routine. If I don't wash it at least every other day, it feels gross. And then I don't know. 
I just feel like if I'm not taking a shower, or like I just don't feel like I'm doing the full thing if I'm not washing my hair. But you can't do it all the time, and I understand. But every haven't washed it in three weeks, Rivers. I know we've moved on, but this song has like a real Beatles um, vibe, Some, you know. And I know that it was recorded at Abbey Road, and that everybody who records there probably is like. This has like a Beatles vibe to it, but this one does. Okay, so I don't want to hear about it. It does, this is a Beatles song. Kim Jong-un could blow up his city and he'd never know. That's how locked up this guy is. I feel, I get it. There's times where especially during this. This will really date it, by the way, but that's okay. It'll be a relic of the past. But, you know, you see outside a little less than you normally would. I don't know what's going on in my street right now. I haven't been outside in a couple days. I just, I would love to see that live. Just rivers at a piano. What a odd thing to think about for a for a Weezer show this is the sixth track uh, from OK Human Mirror Image I love how it starts like that just so triumphant ooh Pat you heard that Pat, hang on, my man. Whoa. Pat's fucking him up back there. I didn't really notice. I'm wearing, I was wearing earbuds when I listened to it yesterday, but over-the-head headphones right now. Pat. That song's over. Came and went. Short and sweet. Pat, MVP of that one. All right, here's the next one. Track seven. Screens. Already fun, immediately fun. Okay, homeworker memes, slime, or black pink. Are the K-pop fans about to stan Weezer? Black pink is great. Here on Genius, it says, Screens presents a somewhat exaggerated description of the modern-day technological takeover and criticizes the obsession with screens technological devices that enable the self-destructive behaviors and how they've prevailed in recent years. Look! I look at a screen all damn day. Every day. 
different screens, phone, computer, TV. I'm sick of them. I don't want to look at them. I'm addicted to phone, though. It sucks, and I'll admit it. That's tough to think about. This old maid playing solitaire. If that happened to me, I wouldn't think that that's how my life turned out. I would think that in my older years, I'm moving away from screens, going analog. We'll see. It's just very funny to me that the album is so anti technology and it's a like the title is a play on okay computer not trying to start beef this song is called bird with a broken wing i'm not trying to start beef with radiohead and weezer there's no beef there but it's just funny that they're like we're gonna take the name of their album change it and then say we don't like computers I think this is one of the more sonically interesting songs on the album. They're all interesting. But this one has a real... I don't know. Real earworm. You and my friends, we were killers. Oof. Great, great. I love this song. Yeah, there's not a lot of information about this song, but I just think it's so pretty. Stupid cat. Oh, the natural predator of the bird. No wonder the bird's wing's broken. Stupid cat got in it. You know, as a cat owner, I could see how a bird wouldn't necessarily care for him. This album is so interesting to me because obviously it's very different than any other Weezer album. And Weezer, you know, quote-unquote Weezer fans... That's right, I'm calling us out. They're very, like, they changed their sound. I would love to show this to someone who's only heard Blue and Pinkerton and just see what they think. Because this move makes sense to me. It just, I mean, it's a surprise, of course. But these sound like Weezer songs. It doesn't sound that crazy to me. Like it makes this is a lateral move to me. I love this bridge. Great. 
Like, that's so... Like, this is so... I don't know. I was gonna say, like, cinematic. Does that seem right? It just feels like there's just a lot more going on. I love it. And there's so much going on in the back of this, like, the different instruments and stuff, but it never feels busy. They just did a really great job with this. Jake... I said it already, but you snapped on this one. You did it. All right, coming in at number nine. It's not ranked. It's just that's just the number of the track. On OK Human, it's Dead Roses. This one sounds kind of sad. Turn the key and step into the blackness. Lamplight falls and casts a laughing phantom. I imagine you're If a phantom laughed at me, I would be destroyed mentally and physically. The last of my steps is Here comes the chorus. Okay, so I had to look up this word. An oubliette uh, is a dungeon or a cell with a trap door in its ceiling. It derives from forget in French. So you put something down there and then you forget about it. It's a little... That's interesting. You gotta look up words you don't know. Normalize not knowing information and then learning about it. Don't put words you don't know in an oubliette. This one, yeah, has more of a somber vibe, but I really like it. There's not... Look... 12 tracks, still coming in under 30 minutes. There's no fat on this thing. All right? This is a lean album. A lean cut. And for how much is going on in the back of these songs, you'd think there might be something. Somebody going off too much. But everyone's going off just the right amount. Alright, this one right now is called Everything Happens for a Reason and it's track number 10. It's a little short instrumental. That's it. And now here comes the rain. Track number 11.
I really love this song. And it says, uh, during an interview with the LA Times, Rivers revealed that the song was written for his friend, controversial author, philosopher, and podcast host, Sam Harris. He says, I felt like I have more experience dealing with the internet and trolls because of all that arose right when we were making our most controversial records. I wanted to explain to Sam how not to get sucked into it. Hmm. So he sounds like he was helping him out, giving him some advice. And I guess there are demos of this available on Rivers' website where he released a bunch of demos. And he says that originally the chorus had a line that went, don't go on Reddit. And look, that might be good advice. Unless you're trying to make a million dollars today. I don't know how it works. I love the chorus. Great choruses, great bridges across the board. Rivers, you sound great. I'll say it as many times as I want. All right, here's the last track on the album. La Brea Tar Pits. I guess on a Zoom, a Zoom webinar held on May 9th, 2020, Rivers mentioned that he was recording tracks for this, the album and that a song that he covered in that session, Hardship Box by Nirvana, also used the term tar pit. Just a little thing. Only so many meanings you can get from tar pit. Kind of just is what it is. You don't know what the Liberated Tar Pits is if you're not from L.A. It's a historical landmark. It's natural asphalt. Uh, it's been seeped up from the ground in that area for tens of thousands of years. Over many centuries, the tar preserved the bones of trapped animals, and Cuomo uses the tar pits as a way to remark on the mortality that we might still have left to offer in life. So, and River says, not everyone knows what the La Brea Tar Pits are. Okay, yeah. I mean, they're quite well known here in LA, but I guess 
it makes sense that they wouldn't be elsewhere. There are servitudes and woolly mammoths, and all kinds of animals got trapped in the tar and starved to death. And in some cases, a woolly mammoth would get stuck there, and the saber tooth would come along and say, Oh, great, I'm going to eat this guy. And he wades in and then gets stuck, and they both die together. All the animals end up extinct, so I think it was a metaphor for me feeling like the world has evolved beyond me, and I'm going extinct. No matter what I try to do, I'm stuck here in this tar. And that's from an excerpt from an interview with Rivers in Upset Magazine. I'm upset. Just a little fun little Drake call out. And guys, look, that's the end of the album. And so I haven't spent that much time with it. I haven't, this, that was my, you listened to my third listen through. Okay. And, you know, I, it's hard, it's hard, whenever a new Weezer album comes out, you are sort of thinking about Weezer's work as a whole and this album on its own merit. And I personally think, I mean, there's just a lot to unpack. I'm sure there, I could listen to this again and again and find something new to talk about. But like this album is a is a great one in the Weezer canon. I think. Do I know where it ranks yet in my all time? No, but my top four are. Blue, Pinkerton, Everything Will Be Alright in the End, and White. Everything else after that, I have to really think about. Where do I, And there's 14 of these things now. So there are 10 others after that to think about. So where does it rank? Who could say? But what I will say is, I think it's a great, great album. And... I hope they're they're happy with it. I hope I hope you're all happy with listening to it. I hope you're all happy listening to this. Um, I certainly had a great time. Uh, like I said, I can't wait for the vinyl to come. I want to oh, cause baby, you know the only way to really hear the music is to listen to it on vinyl, babe. The wax, the grooves, all of it. You gotta, you gotta the only way to experience it is on a vinyl i just like vinyl so i can't wait to get that i didn't realize i because i only have i have most of them on vinyl i don't have i don't have black or teal and i don't have red or ratitude or hurley but i have everything else and apparently red and ratitude are impossible <laughs> to get now because they haven't been reprinted. So they're going for a lot of money. But we'll see what happens. But OK Human is here. And I hope I hope it reaches people that aren't necessarily Weezer fans too. I would love a crossover moment for my boys. I'd love it. I had a great time. I hope you guys had a great time too. If you don't follow me on Twitter and Instagram already, at Matt Abadaka, you should. 
kind of just would make, make sense as a thing you would do. And I just want to give a shout out to all you people listening. I don't know what I was going to say. But yeah, thank you for listening so much. Um, I don't know what the future of the show holds. I don't know if you're going to hear me again before Van Weezer comes out in May. You might. Um, and I'll say that I, whatever happens, I appreciate you. And thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.